0: Doo-doo. <laughs> difference when you're when we're starting and you say we're recording like you sit up a little straighter and then it makes me more like oh okay we're doing it here we go this is, is here real. we go it's happening
1: it's happening it's happening what up spinster sister one spinster sister two hey yo we got our spinster cat in the house too yep. rudy batudi rudy what up spinster nation What's going on? This is Jaina and my lovely sister, Jess. So we're back at it. What are we going to talk about today? Will <laughs> we? No, I'll tell ya. <laughs> Let me jump right in there. We're going to talk about
0: gossip. 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 Whisper. Uh, for some reason, I just totally thought of the. Do you remember the Whisper song? Yeah. <laughs> How creative. (laughs) Gossip. So the history of gossip, what we think about gossip now. Jane is going to get quite a bit into the origins of the word again. Real big on origins. I love words. Words. Um, Because like many uh, words that we have in the English language, they started out having a different meaning, connotation, spelling, pronunciation, all that sorts of stuff.
1: Yeah. And
0: it morphs. It morphs what time, yeah.
1: So I looked up gossip in, and now you're gonna be real impressed with this. I have a dictionary of etymology of words, like a paper one or like on a phone. No, it's um, a hardcover. Your real one. It's wild. real heavy. And you remember last podcast we had a guest? Yeah, it was Duffy. You're did she give you that? You you remember that?
0: I... When we had a, a guest on? Do you, do you remember that? that was... Remember that when we was on? The... That's cool. Well, she indeed
1: gave me that for my birthday because she meant like bestie to she always knows like, me. always like up
0: me on gifts. It's like a competition. Does, I'm will, okay with that. Will your best friend get you the better gifts? Or will your sister get you the better gifts? I'm guessing that so far Duffy probably has. I will concede to that. But it just makes me want to outdo her.
1: That's awesome because I'm the receiver of those <laughs> gifts. Duffy sounds like challenge. Is it accepted? We will let you know in the next podcast.
0: Hey, um, funny thing about etymology, right? Am I pronouncing it right? Is that when I was doing a little bit of research on gossip to prepare for this podcast, I saw on, like, the first website I was looking up, it said etymology.
1: Yeah. And then
0: for a minute, I was, like, very confused. And I was like, well, are they... uh, Does the top of this page, are they talking about bugs and insects? (laughs) (laughs) And then I literally was like... Oh. oh. Entomology. So letters apparently, like, yeah. matter. But yeah. that's pretty close, isn't it? Those words are kind of close. It is close. close, and then I was confused. Entomology and etymology? Etymology and etiology. I, wait, is it etiology, or are you saying ideolo- <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> et- ideology? No. Ed- ideology? Ed- ed- like Eddie. Like you study eddies? Do you know? Are you making shit up right now?
1: Etiology is, like, the source of where symptoms are coming from so like really um, the etiological oh s- well, like to if i have a, a pain bit. in my
0: ass like that like yeah. where's the source of it coming yeah, the from the etiology
1: of the pain in your
0: ass <gasps> is falling or like um, why are you acting like that because you're my etiop oh no i gotta work on that i'm gonna figure out I a to way to exactly tell how
1: that's used but like at, at my job it's like um having hallucinations from unknown etiology.
0: And oh. so because
1: it could be is the person does the person have like a, an, an infection, in a brain infection? Start or? with
0: like ED. Is that ET? ET. Okay. Um that's interesting and then someday you're going to have to cuz you just casually dropped like at my work and hallucinations. So someday you might have to explain a little <laughs> bit more. I'll explain that. A little backstory.
1: Shout out A4L, you know who you are out there. Anyway, Speaking of that uh, glorious uh, Dictionary of Etymology, so I looked it up right in there, and gossip originates... It's What's funny is that the entry actually said probably... (laughs)
0: Prior to... Probably we really know what we're talking about.
1: Probably came prior to the 1300s. Okay. So around that time or just before... Probably.
0: (laughs) Do you know what's interesting, though, is, like, say if you went back to, like, I'm picturing, like, farmers in rags, like, on hillsides, like, starting to say words. Who started saying it around then? Like, what were those people like? And then, like, where did they get it from? Did they hear a noise and it sounded like it, you know? Uh, Sister Jess, why we say is the things we say is. Well, I'm saying, like, literally, there
1: was, like, (laughs) somebody who first said it, right? Yes. Okay, so around 1300 or prior to, it actually was originally God Sib, and that's G-O-D-S-I-B-B. And it literally translated from, it was an old English term, I think, or not French. Yeah, I'm pretty sure old English. It meant godparent. So literally, like a family member, a godparent was the direct meeting. So that's interesting, and I'm wondering then, well, how did that Morf. transform and morph? Yeah. But basically, um, then a few hundred years later, they can find it more in its form that we know today of gossip. The link being that it's something that's very familiar, like family, and you feel comfortable around. So it's the idle talk you make with a very close relative. Okay. Okay. So, and if you feel safe and comfortable with that person, you're going to really let the, the inside scoop go. You're going to rattle that off a lot easier. So it's really the link between, like, godparent being a really close family member and feeling
0: comfortable that you can really talk with someone. Well, and that makes sense because I think godparents, that used to play a bigger role in our lives, Probably. Because, right? I mean, like, legit dying or dying early was, like, more common. Mm-hmm. you know like that just what happens so you would want to make sure you entrust your chilling mm-hmm. to people that you know you really are close to
1: i think for a long
0: time it didn't have
1: that negative connotation it probably was very positive and warm like because endearing. It's, it's endearing yeah the the talk and chat the uh small talk even that you would make with your really close peeps yeah and do you feel comfortable around? So I think where a little bit of the, ooh, take caution, some of it comes in with religion, too, because many religions, including Christianity, have tenets, or even with Christianity, the, um, the commandment that was, thou shall not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Look at you. so Girl, you sure you want to quote the Bible? <laughs>
0: Um, I had Are you to get, get, get struck down. Somewhere? I had to go to catechism classes <laughs> when I was. Yeah, that's a whole another Bef- thing. Now I do want to mention one other thing that before we get into like the connotations that it brought is the word gossip, and then going to gossip was actually a noun before it was a verb. Yes, okay. and there was also another way that. Gossip was used as a noun, and it did relate to women gathering when somebody was going to give a birth. Did you see that? Oh, I didn't want you... Oh, I don't really want to tell you the reference material for this because it's a no-no in the college reference world. Wikipedia. (laughs) Wiki, wiki, (laughs) wiki. The term also originates from the bedroom at the time of childbirth. Giving birth used to be a social event exclusively attended by women. The pregnant women's female relatives and neighbors would congregate and idly converse over time. Gossip came to mean talk of others. So I think like that it started with the god Sib, the godparents, but it because even like, had a, it even had a morphing there. Like yeah. When the term started to be associated with idly chatting with people that you're comfortable with, the,
1: the godparent, godmother being
0: present even right at the birth. Yeah. So all yeah. of that makes sense. So then they were they were doing a god sib around the whole birthing bed. Yeah. And then there you go. Yeah. And that's how it got connected, I think, with probably women more specifically because the men were not. Yeah. In the birthing room with the religion aspect too,
1: having to take pause and say there's probably at some point like whoa some of this chatter is getting a little personal uh and because it is like i said a commandment even um making sure you're not bearing false witness there you can kind of see that where you go down the rabbit hole of when you hear where's a, the line being? Crossed. Yeah, I
0: heard something it may or may not be true, but I'm gonna tell somebody else, yeah, but and that's the, some damn juicy gossip,
1: and I trust you because you're so close to me that you you know we're not gonna we're not gonna let this leave this birthing room, right, you know, yeah, kind of well,
0: I mean, I always try to preface it with i I will say I heard this. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if that makes it any better. <laughs> In all honesty, but, like, I always... When I know it's, like, gossip, I get real excited to tell somebody, but I also will be, like, yeah. double-check your sources, because I don't know.
1: Well, it's really interesting, too, how you just said that you get really excited. You get some some scoop, some dish, and you want to pass yeah, like, it out. Yeah, like, why? Well, I actually heard an interesting theory, and I wish I could tell you where I heard this. I can't remember, very simple psychological standpoint. Say you're a little kid and you you come into the house and grown-ups are kind of used to ignoring. Like, I right, look at look what I can do. Look, you know what I did? My big wheel and you know that it's kind of like give me another beer, kid. Yeah, and just oh that's nice, honey. But say you walk in the house like oh yeah, and then I was over at Jimmy's and his daddy was kissing this lady, but it wasn't his mom. Well, all of a sudden the parents are, wait, hold on now come here, I want to give you all my attention and really listen to this story. Cause ah. So it, like, if you got some real... It triggers, like, a reward
0: center a re- in the brain. Yeah, a reward response
1: of you get some dirt and all of a sudden the your parents and grown-ups, they are giving you a lot of attention. They all of a sudden want to hear what you have to
0: say. That's an interesting look. So we
1: learned from a very young age to reap the benefits of that kind of attention, you know, and, yeah. and spreading the rumor. Now, it also... Now, there was a week when we talked about women judging women. Yeah. And the dead even rule. About basically a way to keep women even. Women, in, women in checking charge. women. So, and that's maybe another bit of a reason
0: that I kind of pondered for myself Oh, well, Like in, a, in of, a negative aspect. Like, well, she's not so great. Did you hear this? Or like stuff Yeah, like and that. sort
1: of using gossip not to connect with your
0: family in yeah. that positive way, but keep each other sort of in check you know? well and so interesting i think we use the word i gotta be careful i don't use interesting. it's not interesting
1: okay it's not interesting
0: i need to find more words of note
1: i'm gonna have to get out of thesaurus hey duffy wait, wait, wait. if you need another gift idea hey, for, hey. oh oh never
0: mind <laughs> i'm gonna get
1: you the thesaurus the, the Actually, this would be a a race to the thesaurus
0: gifting. Who can do it first? Well, your birthday's already passed, so... Oh, shit. You gotta do something real special. So, there are some functional parts. Like, if you're trying to be all scientific and historian-ish about... um, gossip before the the way that we know it now. Some people speculated that gossip had an important place at one time, which and here I'm just gonna read off a list of some of the things. It could reinforce or punish the lack of morality and accountability, reveal passive aggression, isolating and harming others, obviously that's one of the shitty parts, serves as a process of social grooming. Build and maintain a sense of community with shared interests, information, and values. Begin a courtship that helps one find their desired mate by counseling others. Hmm. And also provide peer-to-peer mechanisms for disseminating information. Hmm. So, you know, I know we always look at it as very negative, but... Gossiping maybe back in the day was a little less sinister than we look at it as it now, in a way for people to genuinely be able to share more information, um, because. Before newspapers, before a massive way to like share information or get on a telephone or be like, what up, you want a date or you know somebody or Mm -hmm. people congregating
1: Mm -hmm.
0: amongst others that they know and care about and getting together and swapping stories um, about what happened or someone's life. Like there was some functionality to it. Yeah. Hey, did you know if you throw this herb in your stew, makes it taste real good? Or, hey... I need to get Billy Bob, like, married and up out of this house. (laughs) Oh, hey, I heard Jeffra has... Has a daughter? She's looking to hook up or something. You know what I mean? Like there was actually some functionality to it that could be looked at as beneficial and helpful, as opposed to all just a bunch of like negative shit talking that we look at it now.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point, especially prior to mass media and like having communication be so instantaneous. There's really a reason to get together, and you had to share the news, otherwise you weren't getting it anywhere else. I I read about an actual study done on gossip. UCLA um, put it together and they tracked a pool of office workers and they had mics on them study actually the researchers actually had to like sift through hours and hours and hours of talk and chatter they found that on average and this is today you know like recently on average people gossip approximately 52 minutes every day so around an hour a day is dedicated to gossip. They found that only 15, one five percent was quote-unquote harmful or negative. Yeah. That was actually surprisingly low to me. I thought it would be a lot more shit-talking than that.
0: Well, because when you look at it, and it's something that I even feel a little awkward, it sounds really messed up to say that I love hanging out with my girls and talking shit. Because... Mm-hmm. If I say that to like anybody else, I sound like a mean person or like, you know, a crappy person. But when I say it, I'm not, I don't mean like to negatively talk about people and put them down. And maybe that's just me justifying it. I well, don't know. no,
1: actually in the study what they found was that it created a lot of cohesion okay. and trust among the people who engaged in that together. So as far as like say a workplace setting, it actually was a good positive thing. To have that gossip time Interesting. with everyone, it, it created actually trust between each other. The only thing is that it still often relies on a quote unquote other.
0: Right. So there, the the odd person or group or situation. It, out It
1: you have to to have a sense of cohesion and belonging. It also relies on the sense of what you are not or who you are not, right? Creating the other, yeah. So, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It just but it can't. On, but it yeah, can be. It can be, and it depends on how much shade you're throwing at the other, you know. And it can also help gaining some insight into either a social setting or a work environment of how you are supposed to act and what is expected. But the only thing is that it only seemed to really, in the study, uh, help those when the gossip finally made it to the person that they were gossiping about. So eventually it has to create some direct dialogue and confronting. But they also found that it it did eventually
0: get there. Oh, okay. I was thinking about like when I worked in traditional offices for so many years... Um, i loved to gossip slash talk shit with coworkers, and there it did develop that bond between us but it definitely wasn't good for like the managers or the bosses <laughs> well i could see that but even the sort of
1: us versus them can as long as there's that understanding of we're doing this to create a sense of us and a positivity for us and not yeah. encroaching on making it negative for others because i still do that to this day like in our office we're having a hard day or it's really busy and stressful it's like well fuck everybody else we're just we're killing it we are right. you know and it really actually does help de-stress yeah situations a lot that makes sense um, one last thing i want to bring up about that ucla study is that after sifting through all those hours and hours of all these random office workers they found that it was an even almost 50 50 split between men and women engaged in gossip no I am difference in, so in glad
0: that. to hear that because i was actually talking with my eldest about gossip in a situation that she had been having with some friends recently and i asked her if she talks to her boyfriend about this stuff like some of the stuff going on with her girlfriend group And I was like, or does he act like other guys? Like he doesn't care, you know, to know. And she's like, oh no, he's all about it. Like he wants to know. And I was like, good for him, because I tell you, every guy that I have dated, friend, guy friends, our father, (laughs) love you dad. Whenever like I tell them, guess what happened or something like that, their initial response will be like they don't care that they're so above it like whatever I don't even care about that stuff but as soon as I go oh okay well never mind then every single time they're like oh well, well wait you can you can tell me and yeah. it's like it's so funny because they act like we don't want to hear it but they do they do
1: they do. <laughs> they do and it also depends I think who it's coming from I mean, men will do that with other men more, and women with women. So, I mean, there's obviously there is some crossing between those lines. But so men are a guys little bit more. It?
0: What what do guys? Call? I don't know, because I mean, I they would at least, and I know I'm being very stereotypical, but coming from my eight, my demographic Gen X ish age group, the guys would never say that they're gossiping. I mean, they'll talk shit, but they would never say that they're like gossiping. They're deep like, briefing. Debriefing—I <laughs> don't know—but because it is looked at in a very negative connotation, and they still will really be like, "Oh, the chick stuff or chick right. drama or whatever." Yeah. But it's just—it's uh, not that they're not doing it; they're just framing it in a it's different way, very differently. Yeah, yeah.
1: Intermission of information. information.
0: You're so sassy. <laughs> the
1: first gossip columnist. Dominating the 1930s and 40s was Walter Winchell. A dude? A dude. Interesting. Who used political, entertainment, and social connections to mine information and rumors, which he then either published in his column on Broadway or used for trade or blackmail to accumulate power. Dang. Walter Winchell. Man, gangster.
0: This has been...
1: Your intermission intermission
0: of information. Uh, What did we learn
1: here? What did we learn here? (laughs) So do we learn anything out of this?
0: Well, I think the biggest thing that's interesting is the origins of where it comes from. And I think that's just fascinating. And also, I don't know, like we have so much emotion attached to some of the words that we use in society and again I'm only talking about the society that I know growing up in in American culture you know it's interesting and important I think to learn that things aren't always as horrible or great just because of how we've been portraying them over the last like you know couple decades or something yeah you know? I
1: was actually very surprised when I broke it down in my head for myself after researching some of this how it's gossip isn't all bad and the, the having some reasons of why I can create um, a good environment in a social group or in a workplace I was actually very surprised by that I think for myself I know when I'm
0: just trying to be mean though
1: Everyone has that place in them where they know if they're... And
0: what do they call that? They call it being catty. Yeah. Which brings us back around. It does. Being catty and manipulative. So
1: you can use gossip for manipulation and for the negative. If
0: you want to put it in a Spencer perspective, though, of... It's not just women that are doing it, but women are getting all the negative connotations that go with it.
1: Yeah. Either way, I think kind of checking myself in the moment to ask myself, what is the motivation of right. for taking this information and passing it along? Is it just t- to create that cohesion and have a good time and shit talk it for fun? Right. Or do I ha- have a different,
0: you can, yeah, a different motivation. Motive. No, right and now. that's interesting because the older I've gotten, I've done that as well. And I kind of gauge, like, when I know that I'm talking shit and then you do the, a little self-check of, like, where is this coming from? And most people, I think, can know whether it's coming from a place of, you know, not trying to do any harm and just, you know, connecting with somebody else or talking or if they know it's coming from, like, at least if this is a very non-scientific term, but if it feels like it's coming from a, a, a yucky place, yeah. you know, like, it just it feels yucky. The times that in my life that I've gossiped or talked shit and I knew it wasn't right. Like, I actually, like, stopped for a moment and felt mm-hmm. yucky about it inside. And then that was the learning lesson for me of, like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I don't want to do that.
1: Yeah, and I think some of it can be even filling a void of just even boredom or, like, wanting to connect with people and not necessarily having... Knowing
0: how else to do it. Knowing
1: how else to do or having your own feelings, uh, like triumphs, or different things to share for yourself, you sort of fall back on what you know. Yeah. It's a bit of shit talk. Well, that's about it, Spinster Nation. we rattle rattled off some origins of the word gossip,
0: and some stats, and some facts, and some feelings. Feelings. Gave our opinions. But, hey. What? I don't know. I, I mean, I know that uh, we... We might have like 2.5 listeners or we might have like 10.5. Whoa. Maybe even 15 someday. Who knows? Wow. But it would be cool someday to hear someone else's feedback like they were listening and they had some thoughts. I thought I'd like their thoughts someday. That could be cool. So right now we only have social media on Instagram, but hit us up on there. Drop some thoughts.
1: Yeah. I mean, we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah,
0: we don't, so... Just...
1: So you go for it, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, next podcast. Let's talk about that. I had an idea I think I brought up. Yeah, but I can't remember. What was it? Uh, I would kind of like to do another one of our Marginalized okay. series and do Women in the
0: Sciences. Science. scientists i think that's good i would make a point to do more research and facts because i want to i want to do the ladies justice
1: yeah let's look up some people i'm gonna dig out my smithsonian magazines
0: who'd you get that from oh that wasn't from duffy
1: okay what up duffy (laughs) we love you all be safe be kind be kick-ass and amazing and uh you know what you can go through a little gossip now and then you want to
0: Hi, Bye. do